Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Let's all bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for waking us this morning. We thank you, Lord, for guiding us today, Father. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that you guide us in this word today. We ask, Lord, that you give us your understanding of this word. And help us to help others, Lord. Let us be a beacon unto them that need you, Lord. We ask, Almighty God, that this word today be edifying in our hearts, minds, and spirit. And we thank you, Lord, for this word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, everyone. We are going to get started. Um, we left off at Luke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord, lead us in this, lead us in this word today, Father as you see fit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We're going to start at chapter 20. And it came to pass that on one of those days, as he taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel, the chief priest and the scribes came upon him with the elders and spanked unto him, saying, Tell us, by what authority does thou these things? Or who is he that give thee this authority? And he answered and said unto them, I will also ask you one thing, and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say, Why then believe ye him not? But if he but but if we say of men all the people will stone us for they be because they pursued but All right, I'm going to go back a little bit. I lost my place. Sorry about that, everyone. Okay, we're going to start at chapter 3. And he answered and said unto them, I will also ask you one thing, and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say, Why then believeth ye him not? But, and if we say of men, all the people will stone us, for they be persuaded that John was a prophet. And they answered that they could not tell whence it was. And Jesus said unto them, Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. 
Then began he to speak to the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and let it and let it forth to husbandmen and went into a far country for a long time. And at the season he sent a servant to the husbandmen that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him and sent him away empty. And again he sent another servant, and they beat him also, and entreated him shamefully, and sent him away empty. And again he sent a third, and they wounded him also, and cast him out. Then said the Lord of the vineyard, Why, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be they will, will reverence him, when they see him. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the hare. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? He shall come and destroy these husbandmen, and shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. And he beheld them and said, What is this then that is written? The stone which the builder rejected, the same, the same is become the head of the corner. Okay, so he's asking, <laughs> he's asking him a question here. Let's reread that. And he beheld them and said, What is this then that is written? The stone which the builder rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. The two are the same. Whosoever shall fall upon the stone shall be broken, but on whosoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes the same hour sought to lay hands on him. And they feared the people, for they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. And they watched him and sent, him, sent forth spies, which should frame themselves just men, that they might take hold of his word that so they might deliver him into the power and authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Master, we know that thou sayest teacher rightly, neither acceptest thou the person of any, but teachest the way of God truly. It is lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or not. But he perceived their craftiness and said unto them, Why tempt ye me? Show me a penny, whose image and subscription hath it? And they answered and said, Caesar's. And he said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's, and unto God the things which be God. And they could not take hold of their words before the people, and they marveled at his answer and held their peace.
Then came, then came to him certain of the Sadducees, which denied that there is any resurrection, and they asked him, saying, Master, Moses wrote unto us, If any man's brother die, having a wife, and he die without children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up seed into his brother. There were therefore seven brethren, and the first took a wife and died without children, and the second took her to wife, and he died childless, and the third took her in like manner. The seven also, they left no children and died. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife of them is she? For seven had her to wife. And Jesus answered and said unto them, The children of this world, the children of this world marry and are given in marriage. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor give in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the at the bush when he calleth the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob for he is not a God of the dead but of the living for all live unto him then certain of the scribes answered said master thou hast well said and after that they they durst not ask him any questions at all. And he said unto them, How say they that Christ is David's son? And David himself saith in the book of Psalms, The Lord saith unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thy enemies thy footstool. David therefore calleth him Lord, how is he then his son? Then in the audience of all the people he said unto his disciples, Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes, and love greetings in the marketplace, and the highest seats in the synagogues, and the chief rooms at feasts which devour widows' houses and for, a show, and for a show make long prayers, the same shall be received. The same shall receive greater damnation. 21. And he looked up and saw the rich man casting their gifts into the treasury, and he said also, a certain poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, Of truth I say unto you, that this poor widow has cast in more than they all, for all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her, of her pincher hath cast in all the living that she had.
And as some spent of the temple, how it was adorned with godly stones and goodly stones and gifts, he said, As for these things which ye behold, the day will come in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. Go ye not, therefore, after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must happen. Now, I want to stop here for a second because notice he was talking about how the temple was going to be thrown down. It's going to be destroyed. Well, we already know the temple was destroyed several times in the past. And so he's Mm -hmm. now he's talking about the spiritual temple. Okay, so just want to make that clear. Let's move on. Uh, First come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nations shall rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. And great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famine and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these... Now... Let's back up a little bit. It says in 11, And great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famine, and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Okay? Now, he doesn't say what those great signs are, and he doesn't tell you what those fearful sights are. But, I mean, think about it today. Look around you and see what's happening today. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a test, and I, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends, and some 
of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated at all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your, in your patience possess ye your souls. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is not. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of the depart out. And let not them that are in the country enter therein. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles, and unto the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on earth from the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now let's back up a little bit. <clears throat> Luke is very explicit in his uh, talk, in his uh, his testimony. So. Let's back up to, and when ye shall see Jerusalem come past, that's 20, with armies. So armies around Jerusalem. Then know that the desolation, therefore, is near. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains. And let them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let not them that are in the countries countries enter there into. As very specific instructions here. Those that are in Judea get out. Those that are uh in the midst of it, get out. In fact, the ones that's in Judea go to the mountains, is what he's saying. 
okay? And do not allow anybody into the country. Okay? So you wonder why why is this in Judea? Judea is located in the southern part of uh, the the southern part nearest, not too far from from the Egyptian border. So you have to wonder what why, what is going on there? Okay? Um Now let's go back to 22. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe. So they're talking about the things that was um, in God's word. We've read some things early on about this. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck. In those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. Okay? And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trotted down by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Now, we have come to the point now where the time of the Gentiles uh, has been fulfilled, according to many. All right, so let's move on to 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Now, again, these things you have to look up, but I'm sure you will see some of these things have already taken place. We've had displays of different kinds of moons, suns, um, Nations have been fighting each other for quite some time. And we've had problems with the sea as well. Men's hearts falling, falling them for, failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Okay. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now let's move on to 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And he spake to them a parable. Behold, the fig tree and all the trees. When they now... Shook forth, ye see, and know your, and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise, ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, 
this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So what's left standing? What will be left? God's word. Are we not reading his word? Okay. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your heart be overtrained overcharged with with surfeiting and darkness and care of this life. And so the day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And in that day time, he was teaching in the temple, and at night he went out and abode in the mount that is called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. Now, the Feast of the Unleavened Bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then entering, then entered Satan into Judas' surname Issachar, being of the number of the twelve. Now, notice how it says, then entered Satan into his cot. So, see, this is what I've been saying. A lot of people are on the impression that the uh, adversary is, you know, is flesh and blood. You know, he doesn't materialize to flesh and blood um, until, well, I should say he doesn't present himself that way until the end because he actually utilizes someone as a host because he's a spirit okay so when he enters in he enters in as a spirit just like the holy spirit enters you so does the adversary okay this is why you should stay prayed over and the blood over right okay Let's continue. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains, how he might be betray him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absentee of multitude. Then gained the day 
of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover, that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples. And he shall show you a large upper room. Furnish there, make ready. And they went and found, as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it amongst yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrays me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goeth as it was determined. But woe unto that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to inquire amongst themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there was also a strife among them which of them should be acquitted the greatest, accounted, excuse me, the greatest. And he said unto them, The king of the Gentiles exercises lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. Now mind you what it says. The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. Lordship, right? People in authority, okay? Over other people. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. Why? Because they benefit from from lording it over you, from being in authority, telling you what to do, right? Now let's go to 26. But ye shall not be so, but he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doeth serve. Okay? 
For whether is greater he that sitteth at me, or he that serveth, so which is greater? Is not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Okay. Yea, are they which have continued with me in my temptation? And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, so he's telling them they will be there to judge the 12 tribes of Israel. Not the Gentiles, the 12 tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, or Simon, Simon, Behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am already to go with thee, both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the, the cock shall not crow this day. Before that, thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoe, lacketh ye anything? And they said nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his scrip. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say unto you, that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was recognized among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, It is enough. And he came out and went as he was walked to the Mount of Oz, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from the heavens, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as if it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. And said unto them, Why sleepest ye? Rise and pray, 
Let ye enter into temptation. Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, portrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? When they were, when they which were about him saw what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, shall we smite with sword? And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and certain of the temple and the elders which had come to him, Be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves? When I was daily with you in the temple, ye stretched forth no hand. Ye stretch forth no hands against me, but this is your this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then <clears throat> took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Women, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another, confidently affirmed, saying of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galatian. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crowed. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me threats. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And the men that held Jesus mocked him and smoked him. And when he had binded, uh, and when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesiest who is that smoke thee. And many other things blasphemously spoke they against him. And as soon as it was day, the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together 
and led him into their council, saying, Aren't thou the Christ? Tell us. And he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe. And if I also ask you, ye will not answer me, nor let me go. How here, hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God? Then said they all, Art thou then the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And they said, What need of any further witness? For we ourselves have heard of his own mouth. Okay, we're going to stop here today. And we'll pick up on 23 tomorrow. Okay, everyone, I hope that this has been an, an eye-opener for many of you. I pray that there was messages in there for you that will help you and enlighten your spirit. I thank you for joining our podcast today. Uh, for those of you who would like to contact me, um, you can contact me at mcmillian75gmail.com or anchor FM right slash Linda dash McMillan's nine. Or you can reach me on Facebook. Okay. Uh, for those of you uh, who are interested in sponsoring or donating, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Um, feel free to press on any of the two and that information will be given to you. Okay. All right, let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, thank you for this word today. Thank you for edifying our spirits and our minds. Father, I ask that this word today be a blessing to someone. And I ask, Father, that you continue to strengthen us and to guide us with your word. And we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen.